Hi friends and welcome back to the Creating Eden podcast. I am your host Eden and this episode I want to share something quite raw and vulnerable that I'm experiencing in this present moment and I actually filmed, filmed, I actually recorded, um, I actually recorded myself talking and sharing about this the other day, um, but it didn't feel right. I spoke for like 45 minutes and it just, something about it didn't feel right. Um, so I deleted it. And I think that in that moment, I really just needed to speak out loud and process. Um, and yeah, it didn't feel like that was meant to be witnessed. Um, so I'm honoring that and it's a few days later now and I'm, I'm hit with another wave of the grief that I'm experiencing. I am currently, I don't know why it's taking me so long to (laughs) find this in my brain. I'm currently, um, 15 and a half weeks pregnant and, um, yeah, my body is like finally starting to visibly change. And um, there's a lot for me that comes up with that. And I have resistance to share this. Um, and that's exactly why I'm sharing it. <laughs> because if you know me, um, you, you will know that, yeah, if I, if I feel that resistance, I want to move through that resistance and first see it and honor it. You know, my, my resistance comes from not wanting to be, not wanting to have my emotions invalidated and bypassed. And um, the, regardless of what I share, there, there's going to be people who do that to me anyways. That I've experienced it a lot in the past. Um, so my practice is to validate my own emotions and my own experience because I deserve that validation and who better to give myself that than myself. Um, internal validation is, is so powerful, so powerful. So that is what I am sitting with and practicing in this moment, but yeah, with, with body changes, um, there comes a lot of other changes and a lot of grief in, in different areas of my life. And, um, there's a, there's a part of me that is fearful of being judged for caring about what my body looks like. And it's not, it's not even caring what it looks like. It's caring how I feel. And right now I don't feel, (laughs) I don't feel very good to say the least. Um, I don't feel very at home in my body. Um, and another, another area that there's a lot of grief coming up for me is just in my, in my relationship with movement and dance. And, um, for those who don't know me personally and don't know my 
of background. Um, I dance since I can remember. <laughs> I don't remember my life before dancing. And um, that was my a major, major part of my identity, if not my entire identity, from probably the ages of 12 to 22. Um, and then I abruptly exited the dance world and really disconnected myself from, from that and um, dove headfirst into yoga. I was always doing something with my body because that's all I knew and that's um, been the primary way for me to navigate my existence is through through movement and connecting with my body whether consciously or unconsciously um, and just recently in 2020 2021 um, my my love for dance and that passion was reignited from a very, very different lens, um, very healing lens and very, just very powerful um, lens for myself. And yeah, it became a form of expression again and uh, a way to connect with my body and connect with my spirituality um, and yeah, ultimately express whatever I'm experiencing in the moment and for the last few years that has been my like core self-practice um, and I teach dance classes I still teach yoga classes um, but I'm finding it harder and harder to show up in the way that I would normally show up with the fullness that I usually show up with and for me, it feels, I don't know, there's, there's this, um, this part of me that feels like I'm not good enough, I'm not giving enough, and consciously, I know that it is <laughs> unsustainable for me to give 110% into everything that I do. I will, I will burn myself out, um, and at the same time, um, movement and dance really matters to me and so showing up and not giving my fullest um, not really even having a full cup to pour from is really challenging me and um, even like creating choreography is feeling so difficult and so challenging um, because I'm not tapped into my creative movement self right now and yeah it's it's so interesting to witness myself in this space and to witness my body changing and to feel the internal changes that are happening with my my body changing and um, something that I really want to highlight in this podcast is um the ability to hold the opposites, to hold and witness the duality and know that both are valid and both can exist at the same time. That has been such a powerful lesson, that a powerful team that is showing up for me in this pregnancy, in this, in this chapter of my life. 
um, is that I can feel so much all at the same time that are like at complete different opposite ends of the spectrum. And it's a really interesting experience. Like <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to explain. It's, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot. Um, and I'm grateful to be feeling. <laughs> I was so numb for quite a few weeks that it really does feel good to be feeling and to be crying and to be emotional again. Um, that's like my, that's where I feel, yeah, really connected to myself is when I'm feeling my emotions. And um, so it does feel really good as much as it's overwhelming and confusing and just challenging to feel and hold everything at once um it's it's really beautiful uh so yeah with my with my body changing obviously the way that i move my body is changing the way that i dance is changing my my energy levels are so inconsistent and of course for good reason <laughs> of course but it's also easier to say, oh, well, you're growing a human. Like, of course, your energy is going to be lower. You're growing a human. It's easier to say that than to actually fully accept that. And, um, and like allow, I don't know if allow is the word that I want to use, but um, I'll use it for now. Allow myself to, yeah. To really accept where I'm at and not not fight it and not think that I should be anywhere else not not have these expectations of myself to be operating at my normal capacity um, when I am I am growing a human inside of me right now and I can't see what's going on <laughs> I can't like I can't visually see all of the work that my body is doing right now um, and I think that that also makes it feel challenging. I have a story that, <laughs> um, yeah, that any work wor worth doing is going to be really hard. Um, and for me to sit back and relax and allow my body to do all of this unseen work, um, currently unseen, you know, eventually there'll be a little human out in the world that will be the proof of the hard work that I was doing, but to just allow myself to uh, sit back and relax and nap and do nothing, um, it's challenging, <laughs> it's challenging, and, you know, what I'm, what I'm realizing with this pregnancy is a lot of cycles <laughs> are resurfacing a lot of um, beliefs and patterns are resurfacing things that I thought I had you know witnessed and held and then released um, and I'm meeting myself in a deeper a deeper layer of all of these stories uh, that first one being like my body image I spent the majority of the year of 2020 devoting myself to figuring out how to be in relationship with my own body and um, I feel like 
that version of myself feels so far away. I feel like it's been a long time since I've done that work and um, to have my body be changing and I'm feeling energetically heavier and physically heavier and um, like my boobs are huge and they don't even have milk in them yet like my my boobs are something that um, they're a part of my body that I've always struggled to love and it's really interesting because I've had a lot of conversations with women who wish that they would give anything to have my boobs and I'm like no <laughs> sometimes it sucks um, especially doing any kind of fitness and dancing and movement um, they're heavy <laughs> and it's hard to find um, things that feel comfortable and yeah so for me it's just a trigger to see that my boobs are getting so big before I'm even breastfeeding and at the same time how amazing is it that I'm going to be able to nourish my baby with my body in a similar but different way that I am doing so now sustaining a little life because of these beautiful tissues <laughs> on my chest like these beautiful breasts that I am so blessed to have are going to feed and nourish my baby and um, I don't want to not have them and it's so triggering to watch myself grow um, and to have to go back to uh, the practices of loving myself and you know not the practices of loving myself, but the practices that remind me that I am worthy of love and I am worthy of being loved and receiving my own love first and foremost, first and foremost, no matter what I look like. Um, but it is triggering. I'm not gonna lie, it is triggering. And this conversation, I don't hear much of. I don't hear... Um, many women share their experiences with their changing bodies and what that brings up for them emotionally the majority of what i hear is um yeah just so grateful just so grateful and it makes me curious if i'm the only one <laughs> that's experiencing this which i know that i can't be like i yes i am unique i am the only version of i'm the only like person <laughs> that is me <laughs> but um i cannot be the only one out of all of the <laughs> millions billions of women that give birth to babies um that are giving birth to babies now that have given birth to babies in the past um i cannot be the only one who has struggled with witnessing my body change and so it makes me curious how are other people navigating this how are other women navigating this are they feeling it and just no one feels called to share and of course that's valid and that's okay um or 
Is there this sense of guilt or shame over being upset or triggered by our bodies changing that we don't feel like we can share it? Um, or are we not feeling it? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But for me, if I'm not hearing the conversation, I want to start the conversation. And that doesn't mean it's not happening anywhere in the world. Um, for me, it just means that nobody in my sphere, in my physical realm, my online realm, um, is having this conversation. And I want to have it. Because I want to know that I'm not the only one feeling this. Like, I want to feel validated in my experience. And, um, yeah, just, just you know, be told, like, you're not alone. <laughs> I experienced that, too. And I felt the guilt as well. And it was really hard because I felt bad that, like, oh, I should be grateful. My body's growing this magnificent little life form. And look at all the things that my body can do. I should be focusing on that instead when really um, like we are allowed to feel anything that we're feeling, any emotion that comes up, we're allowed to feel it. Whether that's, you know, in regards to pregnancy or not, whether that's in regards to changing bodies or not, whether it's in regards to something completely different, we are allowed to feel and fully feel and experience our emotions as they arise. So, yeah, I've been navigating this a lot um, and, and holding that guilt, holding that guilt of I should be grateful. And that's, that's coming up a lot. <laughs> a lot of what I'm experiencing in this pregnancy, I'm hearing other people's voices saying, you should be grateful. And like, in this moment, Fuck being grateful. I'm feeling. There is a time for gratitude and there is a time for authentically feeling. And I refuse to gaslight and bypass myself and my emotions and my experience. I refuse. <laughs> if other one if other people want to do that, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's not. Um, that's got nothing to do with me. That's probably how other people navigate their own lives and their own emotions. And that's not me. Um, maybe a past version of me, yeah. But that's not who I am in this moment. And who I am in this moment knows that everything that I feel deserves to be felt. And that there are seasons and cycles for every feeling and emotion. And yeah, I no longer, you know stuff my emotions into my heavy backpack and carry it with me everywhere I go. I see it. I witness it. I feel it. I honor it. I acknowledge it. And I let it pass through me. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm recognizing that there's a lot of guilt as well for me in, uh, in this pregnancy. And I, I hear People talk about mom guilt all the time, so this is really just a preparation for navigating that. Um, but yeah, really just hearing other people tell me I should be grateful. And like, some days I am. <laughs> when I feel my womb stretching and growing, I do feel grateful. And some days I don't. 
and there's a question am I really wanting this is this actually what I should have been doing like is this is this the right path for me um you know wishing for my old life back to be <laughs> fully transparent I've spent yeah a lot of time the last couple of days wishing for my old life back and when I do that I know it's because the present moment is uncomfortable and the future is unknown and so what I'm really seeking is safety I know that my past life my you know past experiences I know what's happened <laughs> I know that I'm safe there because I've lived it and so wishing to return to that is the way that I'm seeking safety and uh <sighs> You know, I, in this present moment, I am, I am safe. There's no, there's no one or nothing around me that is of immediate danger or threat to my life. I am, I am safe. Um, but the future, the unknown, there is no, there is no, um, uh, I'm searching for a word. I'm just going to say solidified. There is no solidified, like, safety. There's no promise of safety. And the only safety that can be um, created is that safety within. Can I feel safe within myself? Can I create that safety within myself? Can I regulate my own nervous system? Um, can I remind myself? That I am safe in this moment and that no matter what comes up, no matter what shows up for me, I will be able to navigate it. So, yeah, I'm seeking the safety of the known because the unknown is scary and the unknown in pregnancy and birthing a baby and parenting is even scarier for me. <laughs> so, yeah navigating a lot of that <sighs> and I want to return to speaking about movement because um, that's that's really where this grief first showed itself to me um, I was meditating and I just started visualizing myself dancing and how like I felt how good I felt in my body, how connected I felt to my body, how alive I felt in my body and how much I loved moving and exploring that creative expression, that emotional expression and like when I was sad I would dance, when I was excited I would dance, when I was angry I would dance and in this space where I'm at right now like I do not have the energy I do not have the capacity and when I dance my body feels so different it feels awkward and uncomfortable and more challenging than it used to um, and in that meditation I just bursted burst bursted I just burst into tears I started sobbing um, because it felt like that version of myself was ripped away from me and 
I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to have access to that version of me. And, you know, I'm sure one day, eventually, um, I'm going to move in a way that makes me feel alive. I'm going to move in a way that makes me feel really connected to my body. And that's just not this season of life. And that's hard. That's hard. Because the desire for that is there. But it's not in alignment with my body. And, you know, I see a lot of, um, like, <laughs> I see a lot of women on Instagram who are, like, super active and super into fitness throughout their pregnancy that are, like, working out until the day before they give birth or <laughs> whatnot. And, um, I can tell you right now that ain't, <laughs> that ain't gonna be me. That most definitely is not gonna be me. Um, because of the way that I live my life so deeply connected to my body and so, um, like, in, in alignment. So deeply in alignment with my body and I give it what it asks for and I don't push it when it's screaming no at me and I actually don't even push it when it's subtly saying not today. Um, I listen and it's taken a long time for me to create this kind of relationship with my body and you know I'm not saying by any means that the women who work out there throughout their entire pregnancy or whatever aren't listening to their bodies, they have a very different body than me. Maybe they are. Yeah, maybe they are listening to their bodies and that's what their body wants. Um, and I honor that. And I also honor the fact that mine is not like that. <laughs> I can feel the desire. And I think it's because I'm still doing quite a lot, um, a lot more than I think I would be doing. Um, if I wasn't, if I wasn't teaching and still dancing, um, I am performing in a burlesque show in three-ish weeks, um, and that is like a sass heels style of dance, um, and obviously <laughs> wearing heels while pregnant is like, <laughs> I'm grateful that I'm still this early on in my pregnancy, but like I'm creeping up to halfway pretty quick. I'm creeping up to halfway pretty quick here. Um, but yeah, like the desire to wear heels is absolutely not there. And I've, I felt really disconnected from my sense of sexuality specifically. Um, so the desire to dance in that way is really not, not there either, but it is a commitment that I have made and I am sticking to. Um, and, uh, I know that once, once it's done, once that performance is over, um, there's going to be more space for me to relax and really rest my body. This morning I woke up um, and I was so tired and my body was so sore. Um, I tried to meditate and I couldn't even sit, like I couldn't even sit because my back was so tight that I 
like I stopped my meditation um, and I rolled out my my yoga mat and I just started working with my lacrosse ball and um, massaging out my back and um, yeah and that was what I needed in that moment I didn't need to sit still and power through a meditation <laughs> I needed to tend to my body um, so that's what I did but yeah I can just feel I can feel that my body is like my main priority <laughs> is not exerting as much energy as possible and moving as much as possible and you know getting super sweaty and whatever being super hard on my body um like my body was just like please please no I ended up doing the rest of my meditation and getting back into bed and I had like a nap for probably 45 minutes um and uh yeah the day before that my partner and I went on a little walk slash hike um to the old growth old growth forest here and it was really beautiful um and it, we were walking for like two and a half hours which is a pretty long time and uh yeah at the end of it my body was just like oh <laughs> I'm exhausted um, so yeah, today I'm really feeling, I'm really feeling the toll that, um, what I'm doing is, is taking, taking on my body, putting on my body. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's a really, um, really interesting experience that I'm, that I'm in right now. And there's the waves of grief and there's the waves of guilt and, um, then there's also the excitement, you know, looking at my belly and seeing that there's growth, like that last week when I'm recording this last week, my, well, actually not last week, yesterday, <laughs> my, um, my podcast episode, imposter syndrome in early pregnancy, um, came out and while watching my belly start growing that eases that imposter syndrome a little bit it you know shows me like all right I am pregnant I am growing a human like my body is doing a lot of work I'm not feeling this for nothing um there's something in there <laughs> there's someone in there um so there's also waves of that excitement and you know when when Florian kisses my belly and speaks to the baby like there's so much love in those moments and so much joy and so much gratitude. And, you know, it's all coming and going in waves. And I'm taking everything as it comes and I'm sitting with it um, when I need to. And, um, yeah, taking my care of myself in the process. But it's definitely not easy. It's definitely... <laughs> not easy and um yeah as I'm recording this podcast I'm sitting in front of my mirror and I'm just looking at my body I'm looking at my belly and I am like I am excited and I also 
give myself full permission to experience this in any way that I need to experience it. And honestly, having this podcast is great. (laughs) I think I've said this in a couple of episodes now, but I'm absolutely loving having this platform to speak and to share and to really like document this experience. And yes, of course, there's there's so many more episodes than than just me talking about this pregnancy, but that is a very real experience that I'm moving through right now. And um, yeah, I like to share. I like to share what's what's present and alive for me, because um, that that feels the most resonant. But <sighs> yeah, I had a voice note from my dear dear friend and sister. Um, and she, she said, I feel like you're moving through something, um, like you haven't said anything, but I'm, I'm just feeling a lot, um, moving for you right now. And we haven't spoken in a little while. Um, and we're very, very energetically connected. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't realize (laughs) how much energy was still there so I ended up sending her like a 13 minute long voice note back and pretty much just processing out loud um and being witnessed by her and held by her and um yeah I shared pretty much what I'm sharing now um in I'm sharing in more depth and detail right now because I have longer (laughs) um but pretty much the same things, just sharing the growth and sharing, you know, watching my body change is really, really hard. It's really challenging and feeling the shame in that. And, um, also like just how much I'm in my head questioning how badly and if I want this. Um, and for me, I know like my fight or flight reflex is fucking flight get me out of there (laughs) let me leave i want to escape this situation um and i i notice this in past relationships and even sometimes in this relationship when i'm feeling really um unsafe or just really triggered um my way that i try to protect myself is by running And I actually felt this recently in my relationship for the first time in a long time. It actually like shocked me a little bit um, where I don't even remember what happened. (laughs) That's how like, oh, I was going to say insignificant, but it's not insignificant, but that's how small of a trigger it was that I like just felt so deeply. but yeah, I expressed it to my partner. I said like my my desire to escape and run from this relationship turned on and I haven't felt that in a long time. And, um, and uh, that's me trying to protect myself. If I can leave the situation before it hurts me, then I'm safe. Oh man, processing this out loud is so great because I haven't put the, the safety part of it I haven't understood fully the desire like I am seeking safety (laughs) that is all I want that is all I am seeking is safety and my mind is trying to figure out 
a way to create that safety for me. And my mind thinks, oh, if I just run away from this, then this, this is the situation that's causing me to feel unsafe. So if I just run away, um, it's going to be fine. I'll be fine. It'll go away. <laughs> and obviously, I'm not going to do that. Um, that's, not, that's not how I navigate um, that's not how I navigate things anymore. I don't, I don't run. I sit with and witness and move through. Um, but yeah, I'm just now realizing this is live processing. Well, it's live for me. It's <laughs> probably going to be a few weeks for you, um, before you actually hear this from the time that I'm recording it. But, um, yeah, this, this processing out loud, um, and really understanding that all I am seeking is safety and I am the only one that can provide myself with that. And also, I'm not in like complete fight or flight response, um, dysregulated kind of, I'm not in a dysregulated state whatsoever. Um, it just comes and goes in waves. It's not really affecting my physical body in a um, like visceral way um, more so it's it's being processed through emotions which is really beautiful <sighs> so I am seeking safety wow feels so good to have found that uh, so okay now with this knowledge of what I'm desiring, how can I create that safety within myself? First and foremost, you know, checking in with my surroundings. I am safe. There, I'm alone <laughs> in my bedroom. There is nothing in here that can, that will harm me. Um, so physically, I'm safe, which, you know, my body's not reactive to my environment right now, so it knows that. Um, and what else? Like, what ways can I create safety for myself with my changing body? Um, the practices that I had when I was first learning to love my body was honoring and acknowledging my body for all that it can do, everything that it's capable of, from breathing, to feeling, to walking, to, you know, eating tasting, um, really getting back to like the basic things that my body can do and uh, and then eventually getting to like I'm fucking pregnant and I'm gonna be dancing in a burlesque show wearing heels and a sexy outfit like that's pretty fucking badass <laughs> in my opinion that's pretty badass um and uh, how empowering, you know? My baby's going to be on stage with me. They don't even know it yet. <laughs> oh, that's really beautiful. That's a really beautiful reframe. Um, yeah, and then, of course, acknowledging, like, I am growing a life inside of me. And really sitting in the power of that and the energy of that. Not everybody can do this. Yeah, whether it's because they're male 
or, um, you know, infertility and whatnot. Like not everybody has the ability to do what I'm doing in this moment. And for that, I am really grateful that my body can do what it's doing right now, that my body is doing what it's doing right now. And not only is this baby sustaining this baby, this body sustaining this baby, um, it's also sustaining me. Like, god damn. <laughs> I'm just hearing um, Ariana Grande's song, God is a Woman, and I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so connecting to to the, the power in that. Not the gratitude necessarily. I am grateful. I'm extremely grateful. But connecting to the power, that's that's what feels good for me. Um, and I'm grateful for that power and that ability. Um, I'm immediately like, I'm feeling so much better. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling so much better. I'm feeling, yeah, just grateful to be where I'm at and also another practice that I had was I don't need to love the way that my body looks I don't need to love it but I also don't need to hate it and be cruel to myself I can be neutral I can look at my body and accept this is what my body looks like in this moment and I don't necessarily love it and that's okay and that feels like a relief you know we don't always have to love our bodies love what we look like but can we find neutrality and acceptance And I know, I foresee myself absolutely loving <laughs> once my baby is grown and my belly is showing more. Like, I, for, I foresee myself absolutely loving that and just being, like, obsessed with this beautiful, like, just so deeply feminine body. Ugh. <sighs> so far I am learning so much not even just about my like this pregnancy but just lessons that can be applied to so many other areas of my life um, and yeah it feels exciting and it's also like I am this is nothing like I expected I expected myself to be just like always happy and grateful and excited and just like obsessed with like oh this growing life inside of me and like oh my god I'm oh I'm just like so powerful and I'm a goddess and whatever 
I expect that if you're diving, I expected myself to be like meditating and connecting with this baby's energy every fucking day. And just like, I am most definitely not experiencing that all the time. Um, I do meditate with my babies and I do uh, sometimes feel like this badass, amazing goddess of a woman. And... <laughs> Uh, as you now know from listening to this podcast, I feel a lot more than just that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. And so like humbling. It's really beautiful to witness the slow unraveling um, of my maiden and I can feel her like desperately clinging on and so scared to die and so scared to be reborn into the mother and um it's a really beautiful process to witness and it's also really hard (laughs) it's a lot of things um it's also really hard and I feel for her I feel her (laughs) because she is me um, but I feel for her because it is, it is my maiden that is seeking safety. I have so much trust in myself as a mother and, um, just being connected to my body and my intuition and, um, being like the heart led woman that I am. Um, I have so much trust and so much faith in the mother that is Eden. (laughs) And, um, yeah, at the same time, feeling my maiden kind of scrambling to, to survive and to stay. And, uh, she just, she knows that she can't and that's why she's panicking a little bit. Um, but yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for witnessing me. Witnessing my out loud processing. (laughs) And um, yeah, I hope that even if you're not pregnant, even if you don't want to be pregnant um, ever, or maybe if that's something that's further down the line for you, or maybe you've already had your babies. Um, I hope that there is something in this episode that you can take away with you, whether that's, you know, seeing your own pregnancies in a different light and sending some love and compassion to your past self, or yeah, maybe it's just showing you, um, more clear picture of what is available or possible for you to experience should you get pregnant or desire to be pregnant and eventually get there um or maybe maybe there's not really enough not really anything in in this for you and that's okay too but um it is my hope that at least one person takes something away 
for listening to this and um yeah so i'm grateful that you made it this far that you are here with me and that you keep listening <sighs> thank you thank you thank you and i will see you in the next episode